This is BT Techno, a regular podcast series for financial advisors wanting to remain at the forefront of strategy, regulatory and industry news. Hello everyone, my name is Tim Howard, Technical Services Consultant in the BT Technical Services team. Back with you today for this week's podcast covering the key considerations when it comes to spouse contribution splitting. Spouse contribution splitting can be many things, a powerful strategy to boost retirement savings, a way to help balance equalisation and tax effectively manage insurance held through super or even a way to potentially manage unforeseen legislative risks or changes. Now, while contribution splitting isn't required to be offered by all super funds, when your clients have the choice, it can be open several planning opportunities for them. But be aware, as with many things super, there are key considerations to meet and timing to be followed. While an individual cannot split their accumulated retirement savings with their spouse without removing and then re-contributing them out to the super system, they can split eligible contributions up to certain limits with their spouse each year. Firstly, a spouse of a person includes another person, whether of the same or different sex with whom the person is in a relationship that is registered under a law of a state or territory and another person, although not legally married to that person, lives with that person on a genuine domestic basis in a relationship as a couple. In addition, there are some age-based restrictions. While there is no age limit for the spouse initiating a contribution split, the receiving spouse must either be under their preservation age or age between preservation age and age 65 and not yet retired. The age-related conditions effectively prevent amounts being split to a spouse who satisfies the retirement definition or is age 65 plus, as otherwise they could immediately access that contribution split. Now, only certain types of contributions, knowing as splittable contributions, can be transferred to a superannuation account in the name of an individual's spouse. Splittable contributions include such contributions as personal deductible contributions, employer contributions, including superannuation guarantees, salary sacrificed amounts, award and voluntary employer contributions, such as payments to super to fund insurance premiums. When an amount is split to an eligible spouse, the amount known as a contributions splitting superannuation benefit is considered a split from the original contributing spouse over to the receiving spouse. The original contribution therefore counts toward the contribution cap of the spouse who received or made the contribution in the first instance. The benefit to the spouse receiving the split will therefore be all taxable component and preserved benefit. To initiate a split, the individual must apply to the trustee of their super fund to transfer their eligible splitable contribution made in the previous financial year or for the current financial year but only when the member's entire balance is to be rolled over, transferred or otherwise cashed out. The amount requested in the splitting application also must not exceed the maximum splitable amount. This amount differs between taxed and untaxed funds. Firstly, for tax funds, the maximum splitable amount is the lesser of 85% of the member's concessional contributions for the year and the member's concessional cap for that year. An individual's concessional contributions cap may be higher than the general concessional cap in circumstances where they are eligible to carry forward their unused concessional contributions. 
where an individual makes additional contributions under the carry forward measure, the maximum amount they can split will include any carry forward cash contributions they make. For untaxed funds, the maximum slittle amount is 100% of your employer contributions, including any amount of salary sacrificed. However, the split cannot exceed the member's concessional contributions cap for that year, which again includes any individual's eligible carry-forward concessional contributions. The window for lodging a contribution splitting application with the trustee is generally limited to the financial year immediately after the contributions were made. For example, an application for contributions made in the 22-23 financial year would need to be accepted by the trustee by the 30th of June. 2024. There may also be additional timing considerations to take into account, for example, where the member also intends to claim a deduction for a personal super contribution they wish to split. It is essential the member provides the trustee with a notice of intent to claim that deduction and receive acknowledgement from the trustee for their personal contribution before they lodge their spouse contribution splitting application. For couples in the accumulation phase of their working lives, spouse contribution splitting can be a great way to maintain their retirement savings during periods of time out of the workforce, such as when taking on carer responsibilities. For example, where one member of a couple is taking time away from work to provide care for younger or older family members, spouse contribution splitting can be a good way to continue to maintain a steady accumulation of super with the assistance of the contributions split from their working spouse. Even where both members of a couple continue to work, there may be a gap in the level of income earned between one another. In such a scenario, increasing the concessional contributions, such as through personal deductible contributions or salary sacrifice of the higher income earning spouse and then splitting the benefit with the lower income earning spouse can increase the effectiveness of the tax deduction claimed. Perhaps even more beneficial, it is to incorporate such a strategy with assisting to tax effectively fund the insurance, life TPD or salary continuance insurance premiums in both members' accounts. For those approaching retirement, managing total super balance and personal transfer balance caps is worth considering as well. Contribution splitting ahead of time can help and not just for those approaching the $1.9 million in super, for example, the work test exemption is only available for individuals with a total super balance below 300000 and you need a total super balance below 500000 to be eligible to carry forward any unused concessional contributions. For those approaching age, pension age continue to accumulate super for the benefit of a younger spouse who is yet to reach their age pension age can result in a higher age pension entitlement for the older member of a couple when they reach their eligibility age. Similarly, where one member of a couple will meet a condition of release earlier than the other member, there may be an opportunity to have earlier access to super benefits. Overall, considering managing the balance between spouses as a whole, taking age, work status, future retirement intentions and health into account can be a good hedge against any legislative change. As you can see, spouse contribution spending can be a useful strategy to help open up some of the other benefits Super has to offer between members of a couple. Coming up next week, we have BT Academy episode 95, where I'll be back running a session on just this topic, understanding contribution splitting. So if you're looking to understand this topic more, I'd love for you to join me 
Also, don't forget, you can watch all of our previous BT Academy episodes plus register for upcoming live sessions by heading to bt.com.au forward slash professional and following the links to VT Academy webinar series. All sessions take place live on a Wednesday at midday Eastern Daylight Time. Uh, in the meantime, if you have any technical questions, you can contact the BT Technical Services team on 1-800-655-901 or by email at technical at btfinancialgroup.com. Thanks for your time today and look forward to joining everyone again soon. BT Technos, and now you know. Join us next time to keep ahead of the curve for strategy, regulatory and industry news. This podcast has been developed for financial advisor use only and provides general information only. It does not take into account any particular individual's objectives, financial situations or needs.